and we're back finally it feels like it's been a year um there have been uh some i'm not going to call them health issues but uh people you know weren't were a little bit under the weather uh we had power outages throughout new england and alex was avoiding all of it um in the great country of mexico so uh we we brought in another best friend we have america's best friend back um to to make everything right again and a lot of exciting things happening uh throughout the rest of the month and into uh february as well maddie welcome back alex yep tell us can you guys can we just take a second i know this is not a uh, visual media but can we talk about my luscious tan that i brought back with me (laughs) yeah it is actually so what i see on my end is your your topless which is fantastic great touch (laughs) by you i mean we've been away from i told gibby in the where are we backstage green we were we were backstage (laughs) backstage okay i don't want to be in the wrong spot backstage so that's why i'll always ask I told Gibby it, it's felt like it's been like seven months since we've done this, which is, you know, again, I'll say it, a credit to us, heroic, the habit that we've built of continuing to do this every week and push out this premium content. But AB, it has not been the same without you. So thank you for coming back, back in strong, looking crispy. Yeah, the interesting thing for me is, though, it feels like it's been about two days because I kind of went into a time warp. Apparently that happens in Mexico uh, when they just hand you a tequila every corner you turn around. So yeah, yeah, they keep you lubed up down there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was a good time, though. Happy to be back, though. We're happy to have you. America's happy to have you. Yeah. So we we finished last week. Um, John, thank you for joining last week. Uh, we spoke in the green room. Um, you know, special guests get the green room. We're kind of the regulars. We go backstage. But uh, John and I spoke for about like two hours. But before the call, he was saying, all right, Boston Scott, I like him. I really like he's a giant slayer. I think he said it on the show. And I was two minutes behind on the recording of, of the the actual game. And I got a text from John. I got one from Matt that Boston Scott just scored a touchdown. So he wasn't in the lineup. So again, uh, the $15 boys um, continue their reign. But hmm. I think the AFC championship game and NFC championship game are going to uh, change and turn the tides for, for everyone here. So it's about time. It's yeah. 1.2 million according to FanDuel. This Unbelievable. Week. Yeah. FanDuel. But you know what? I cannot wait to be done with them. They're going, they're definitely getting the Zencaster treatment from us. It's over. <laughs> we're, we're going to DK. It's just done. It's done. We've seen enough. How many times can we be wrong? 1.2 million guarantee is a 200,000 yeah. top prize. Yeah, of course. Who are they guaranteeing the other million dollars to? Cause I don't see it and I'm not sure where it's headed. Slush fund. <laughs> Ridiculous. We're going to litigate them so hard. Class action. As soon as Rick gets around to it, they're in big trouble, big trouble. Um, FanDuel, we appreciate you. Uh, no, we don't. Don't lie to the people, <laughs> Gibby. This is an authentic podcast. Um, thank you for uh, retweeting us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, we'll take it. Hey, we're not, we're not, we're not that proud. Um, yeah, no, I appreciate the seven followers that you've helped uh-huh. us. Get. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, Alex, we got to get to it. Your pick of the week. Yeah, we talked about this. We'll dive into this a lot more as we get into the further picks. But, you know, there's two games. One, obviously, going to be more high scoring than the other. So my pick is going to be from the San Francisco Philly game. You know, we don't expect too much of that really good defense out of uh, the Niners here. 
So I'm going to, but you know, with that said, I think Philly still knows how to put points on the board and we're going to go with Devonta Smith for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody else, we can talk about Jalen Hurts. We can talk about Boston Scott, you know, whoever we want, but I like Devonta Smith this week. He continues to get anywhere between the eight to 15 targets every week. He's going to make something happen. He's a consistent 10 to 20 point guy every week. Someone's got to score points in that game. And yeah. if we go process of elimination, it's not going to be Miles Sanders in the running game. Uh, Hertz is still he's healthy, but a little banged up. I can't imagine they're going to let him run the ball 10, 15 plus times against the Niners, just beating people up. Yeah. Uh, Goddard runs the majority of his routes over the middle. And Warner has apparently decided that he's going to drop down the seam in coverage and just take guys away 20 yards down the field. So he's not an option. It's going to be AJB or Smith, and they both have basically produced all year together. They basically produce the same amount. So I'm in. I don't think we should be hammering too much of that game, but I think we need one from each of those teams, and this is the only guy I'm interested in. No, we were talking about this earlier. You know, AJ Brown doesn't seem to be in the game script lately, but Gibby, you were saying he's making some noise this week. He, yeah. So he called he said, you, Gibby? Well, it, no, he didn't. He didn't tweet me here. Okay. <laughs> but no, he. He said to the media, um, which I'm yeah. not accredited media uh, as of yet. Um, we're an extension. Not. We're an extension of the media. Uh, but he said, you know, he's not a diva, um, no. but he wants a ball, which yeah, I, I don't blame him. Right. Like he's he wants to have his touches and and mm-hmm. he was targeted, I think, three times last week. But also they were up 38 points. It seemed like for the yeah the, you know majority of the game, so yeah, it's going to go to Miles Sanders, Boston's God, Gainwell. So, um, but I think he's getting not, and I don't think it's by design. I think it's just you know their best player is on you, and they're bracketing you, and you know um, San Francisco does a really good job of that. Uh, but I I think if this were a game where they were playing someone like Week Seven, they're playing the Texans or they're playing you know. A, a non-playoff team, him making a little bit of noise, he might get five of the first eight targets, but it's the NFC championship game and the coaches are going to stick to the grain game script. AJ Brown's going to get open. He's going to, you know, see a good share of targets, but I, I just, I don't think it's like, Hey, we're, we're going to specifically game plan to, um, you know, get him involved. And AJ Brown only performs really well when somebody plays him against me. <laughs> Which is not in the range of outcomes for us this week. So we must stay away. And like, you know, while we're here, Gibby, what because this game, our lineup is going to be heavy on the uh Bengals Chiefs. Let's just let's just give the other two picks from this game and then let's focus the rest of our time on that game where it matters, where there's some actual analyzation to be done. Yeah. So d- if you don't mind, I'm gonna jump right in here on the defense yeah you love um, defense your future San head coach Francisco, um we're you know i you've got to play one of the two defenses i think in this game and Agree. cisco is a little bit cheaper than philadelphia and and why don't you be honest with our listeners and tell them the other reason that you've decided well to pick they, this defense? they might have a defensive coordinator that mm-hmm. makes a little bit of sense wow that Based on the news, uh, mm. shortly before recording, Dan mm-hmm. Quinn is apparently staying in Dallas. Yep, Houston. second best, second best thing that's happened to you this year, aside from Hackett getting <laughs> hacked off. Houston um, is about to hire Gannon. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like Rich Gannon. Yeah, 
not rich <laughs> the other gannon i think it's justin i don't know i don't <laughs> know his first name just a gannon <laughs> pick a gannon they're not <laughs> bosas but they're close and and so it sounded like uh one D'Amico ryan's a leader of men um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. jj watt decided as a rookie to move right across the street from him because if that neighborhood was good for D'Amico Ryan's. It was good for JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah. but his shot up through the ranks and San Francisco's defensive coordinator, uh, potentially a head coach for a team that plays uh, in the mountain time zone. Well um, done. Well done. AB was waiting. He was lurking, waiting to smoke. I'm trying you. not to say that team name. You did me. it. You did it. Now it's plausible <laughs> deniability. So it it seems like the stars are aligned. I'm excited. It means Evero's back with the team. Yeah, we're excited for you. Am I cut? Alex, did you cut me yet? All I want is I just got to get a recording of Tarbell just telling you to shut up. (laughs) Tarbell's going to be listening to that part. He's going to be like waiting and just waiting (laughs) and waiting, and it's never going to come for him. So San Francisco, though, like if if you look at their game log, Bosa's going to get a sack. He's going to do his dance. Um, who cares? It's defense. Move on. Go to the Charvarius Ward. Charvarius Ward. Oh, our Charvarius. guy Charvarius. I got it finally. It's full, only taken 22 full, weeks. Full circle. It took you the whole season. I feel like he gets a pick. Um, so all right. Um, all right. but I we'll get to predictions after. But anyway, so San Francisco's defense, they're gonna score at least eight points, and um, you're gonna be in good shape there. Yep. You want the other guy? Yeah, which it's a Take the cheaper guy with the potential upside, Elijah Mitchell. Like, you don't know. CMC hasn't been very healthy. He's 5,600. No. He allows us to load up elsewhere. Like, I don't really have a lot on it. What do you got, AB? No, I was going to say CMC hasn't been healthy. There's a shock. Yeah, right? That's that's news for <laughs> us. Yeah. That hasn't stopped us from cramming him into lineups for no yeah. reason. No, it's just Elijah Mitchell, they, they haven't. So this is for me. Uh, last week when they got to the goal line, they yeah. didn't really give the ball to McCaffrey because I just don't think they want to risk. They need him. They can't win without him. So yeah. they'll just give it to Mitchell. Plus, he's also he's got long speed. He's capable of getting loose and breaking one. And, you know, even if he only gives you nine, eight points, it gives you room elsewhere. Yeah. It, it, to your point, like I think he had two goal line carries uh, or two, you know, inside yeah. the five carries. Yeah. And yeah. High value touches, as we say in the biz. Did eight points and maybe you get really lucky and have 15 and yeah, everyone's ownership or percentage is going to su- like spike. Like there's no tomorrow during yeah. their four teams to play and not yeah, a yeah. lot of players to go with, but I, I think he's going to be a little bit lower than, you know, some of the other guys. Um, all right. The game that, that we got eyes on six thirty Sunday, Nance, Romo, Gibby, Nina getting mad. <laughs> oh man, we had a we had a little talk last week about that. I uh, I don't think we've been getting everything we need out of Romo, especially now that and we're gonna we're gonna have this conversation, but especially now that we're kind of seeing what um you know, seeing what Greg Olson has to offer. I'm now wanting a little bit more. I'm sorry to say that. I know that hurts you. Alex. No, I got nothing. It seems like the world turned on him after the um, the Buffalo game. Look, Romo is not is not a concern for this weekend. He is going to be on the <laughs> team. Um, 
<laughs> if I could play Romo and Nance this week, I would. Um, I bet their ownership percentage would be low. But um, where are we starting at quarterback, Maddie? So quarterback, I, I thought I thought about this a lot because you know I don't. We're not going to be able to get a lot of variance, right? Um, I think you could play Mahomes if you want, but you're losing all of the potential rushing upside. He's not going to be moving very well. So yep. you're you're hoping for him to just like sling it. Um, but Burrow's the easy play because they've been throwing the ball so much. They've just been cr- they've been crushing that element of it, and they're not really running the ball either. And Burrow's been playing well, and everybody's going to have one of two quarterbacks probably. Like no one's going to play Brock Purdy. He of yep. the. We're going to have a whole conversation around Brock Purdy and how everybody thinks he's the next big thing, even though quarterback wins don't shed any light on the fact that he's been throwing balls into traffic for three weeks and not getting picked off. But I digress. So Burrow's the play. We need to be heavy on this game. Burrow's the play for sure. I know we've got some other guys from this game, but yeah, Burrow is just too easy and he's a little bit cheaper. So in, in a game, in a lineup build where they're gonna, it's going to be consolidated because there's only four teams, we need somebody who's going to be a little bit more um, reliable. And so we went cheap also with, uh, you know, obviously Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, but uh, Pacheco. Um, and it's pick your poison with the Kansas City running backs. Like McKinnon was Saquon Barkley numbers, I said, I think last week or two weeks ago. Um, but they're going to need to run the ball. Um, and yeah. I, I think they, I don't. <laughs> I think the game script is going to go more towards Pacheco and sustained like running and not, you know, um, mm-hmm. running motion and swing pass, et cetera. I think they're going to line up. They have the best offensive line in football. Um, and I think they're going to rely on that and win in the trenches, which yep. the times they have lost in the playoffs, um, Tampa Bay, they didn't have an offensive line then. And then last year they, they kind of got away from, you know, just being a ground and pound team, which I think they can do. And they can actually, that's their best chance of winning other than Mahomes going, you know, doing Mahomes stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Makes sense. I think, uh, yeah, McKinnon is, he's always around, but he's really not built for this type of game plan. And Pacheco just runs people over. And I think they're going to probably want to do a little ball control, right? He's the guy for that. Right. Um, right. You know, will he be in the goal line? I don't know. Four solid weeks of performance, right? In that like 25 to 30 point range. But if you look at that, even during that time, run attempts, never over 10. He was usually floating two to five. Yep. Yep. It's a target. I'm talking McKinnon right now, so. No, I know. I know. And Pacheco, like even during that ridiculous run that McKinnon had, Pacheco is still scoring 10 points a game at least. Um, So, um, and then. Wide receiver, Kadarius Tony, you've got a feeling on him. Yeah, he's been getting more involved. He saw his most usage since he joined the Chiefs last week in that game. Um, and and basically the whole second half of that game was the version of Mahomes that we're going to get in this game. So that gave us a little peek at what they're planning to do. He just he's he's a guy that's dangerous in space and they can get on the ball quick and he can do something with it. Juju is not that guy. Um, right. so if we're gonna play a receiver, <clears throat> let's play the guy. And they're not gonna be like he's not gonna have tons of time to get you know, MVS running wind sprints open for all the only thing that he does right. well. So Tony's electric. He makes moves with the ball in space. He's been a part of the offense now for a little while. He got a lot of usage last week. Um, he ran a route on, I think, I think he ran a route on something like 85% of the plays that he was in for. I think I saw that. <clears throat> so 
this is a cost-effective way to again get some other guys in the lineup with a dude who can break one. Um, tight end. This is a lock. Everybody's going to play Kelsey. He's going to be like ninety percent owned. <laughs> I don't. If you're not playing him, you're not going to win. There's no chance. There's no, no possibility. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, you're right. There'll be the ten percent. But it, I think if you want variance, you can go another direction entirely and play Hurst. But. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey, what was that stat that I found earlier today? I, I came across something when I was talking to you guys earlier. It was... Um, you got to go back to like 2000 before he scored under 20 points. Yeah. Or had yeah. 90 yards. Or it was like 2019 was the last time in a playoff game that he's finished with less than 95 receiving yards. That's over eight games. So he's locked in. Like Mahomes is going to be dialed in on him as well because he's not right. moving. So like, let's just, this is easy. Just play him and reap the rewards. And you can't game plan for him necessarily. No. Like he always finds space in the zone. Like whatever you're yep. doing or trying to do, he's going to find the. In Mahomes isn't going to extend the plays to the degree, but there are going to be plays, and there's going to be like this 47 yarder that Nance loses his mind over. Um, yep. yep. And Romo's going to get the telestrator out. Um, you know, uh, I can't wait for that conversation. I have a lot. You've you have drawn me into a world where I don't really consider the commentators all that much, but you've brought me into this world now, and I have strong thoughts. It's it's all the pomp and circumstance with Nance. Um, I know Nance is around for the ride. For, for Romo's me. just getting a little. He's getting a little lazy for me. I'm not getting. And again, like I said earlier, I've now seen the alternative. Greg Olson is elite. He's better than Romo already. I, but I, then Brady, what? Brady's going to retire and take his job, and then what? What yeah. would you What would you think about a, Ols, a Olson Nance booth? No, I mean you're a purist. I, Nance can do no wrong. So I don't know. next bir- next fun. birthday next birthday for Gibby, we got to find a way. I, I'm not. I don't want a cameo. I don't want any of that lame garbage. Who cares about that? I want. I want Nance at the dinner table with Gibby. Just like t- any topic is on on the table. Quite now, is Gibby going to be head to toe in the Jim Nance collection from? I would, I would. I would imagine. Yeah, he would have to yes. pay homage to him. Yeah, for sure. Gibby, if you show up in Polly's without any Jim Nance collection gear, you've already lost. I know. I know. I'm doing it for Casey. Thank you. you. (laughs) So uh, that's one of our, like our pillars of our team. Um, Another one is the Bengals wide receiver. We're stacking Burrow with uh, Jamar Chase. And last week was the first time since, you know, December 1st, basically that, or December 11th that he hasn't had at least 12 targets yeah. Um, and he still ended up with 15 points. So, you know, it's going to happen. I get it. Like things get tighter and, and they're going to, you know, game plan around Jamar chase, but he's going to end up with 12, at least 12 targets, probably seven to 10 receptions. And he's going to clear a hundred yards and at least a touchdown. And maybe the stat line, only two Unreal. weeks since October 16th that he hasn't had at least one catch, one touchdown catch. So elite, too elite. I was having this conversation with a coworker, um, and people. Justin Jefferson's phenomenal, so this isn't. Yeah. But I know he's disappointed the Millie boys, but like that's okay. The, we'll be back. He's. People forget that Jamar Chase was by far the better receiver on that LSU team. Um, and like, there were some, you know, drops during preseason and, uh, you know, a few issues and some injuries here and there, but like little ones, not major, 
major injuries. Like he is in the top three wide receiver conversation. Um, as good as Jefferson is, I, I think if you polled every GM in the league, they would probably start their conversation right around Jamar Chase. It, yeah. The receiver they want to start a franchise with. It's one of those arguments that like, I think fantasy has done this. Everybody loves to argue things that don't need to be argued. That's why like when I, yeah, exactly. When I prepare for like a fantasy draft, I'm not, I don't rank guys anymore. You put them in tiers and like, you're fine with either. If you pick Jefferson, you pick Chase, you're going to have the same outcome either way. But Chase was the guy there. He was definitely the alpha. He ran, he runs a more elaborate route tree. So we can't lose. We're riding with him. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't, feel the need to defend jamar chase anymore no, no. We'll do nobody, ne- nobody needs it um our last guy our flex mm. samaj p ryan look at my pronunciation <laughs> probably the last game he'll play too and you're gonna it's gonna be great he'll be <laughs> yeah i mean you, you you this is like kind of like i'm not gonna say you pounded the table for him but you have a relatively strong mid take on p ryan why don't you I, bless people so we don't have much money left on flex, yeah, right? We broke. And Tyler Boyd was available. And I thought, okay, um, he it, part of this is anecdotal, and he always plays well against the Chiefs, or at least that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, last year in the playoffs, and hurry up offense, like two-minute drill. He's usually the back end and not mixing. Yeah. Um yep. so I feel like there's a, a higher likelihood that he might get into the end zone. Um, doesn't isn't always there, you know, receiving back. It's not like a McKinnon Pacheco type of split. Um, but it, look at last week, and I think that's kind of the floor in this game because they there's T. Higgins, there's Chase, there's Mixon, there's Hurst, but P. Ryan's the next guy. And yep. if anything in the world happens to Mixon, P. Ryan is the guy. And you look at the games that Mixon missed or where he saw limited action. Um, one was against Kansas City. P. Ryan scored 18 and a half points. Um, yeah. 17 points, 28 points. So I think he just has a higher likelihood than Boyd, who's getting two to three targets um, per game of getting into the end zone. So yeah. I, I'm not pounding the table for him, but I think he's going to touch the ball 10 times, 10 to 12 times. And maybe some of them are in some scoring situations, especially if, Hey, if they're playing behind or if they're, you know, trying to do something in a two minute drill. So he's involved. He plays, he gets, right. he, he sees, he sees a play game action and you never know. Like you said, this is kind of like a arbitrage. What if mixing gets banged up and like, he's shown that he can, he can play the whole game. P Ryan, that is. So right. we're gonna we're down at this gross price point. We might as well take a guy who they they play him, they bring him in every other series. Like he gets he gets touches. So yeah, I think it's a good dart down there. I, I think so too. And and it's you know you could make the argument, what if Chase gets hurt? What if Higgins gets hurt? Well, yep, they're gonna go to Chase or Higgins. Like <laughs> you know, yep. I don't yep. think Wade all of a sudden becomes the number two because those are two number one receivers where you know Mixon's more easily replaced like the the cost. Um yeah. so it's it's uh it's a dark throw, but I I think it's a uh more exciting fun dark throw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, there's there's a little bit of upside there that Boyd probably doesn't have. Right. 
Right. Yeah. That's a Alex, it, when you said P Ryan, I just got lost in my own world because I just keep thinking about the key and peel sketch sketch yeah. when you're going A A Ron. Yeah. yeah. I think of people y- urinating on orange rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Don't we don't need to give the listeners a glimpse into my direction. No, 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 no. it's, it's not gonna happen on yeah. today's show, but nobody needs it. I don't even want it. Al, who do you like in the, are you taking Kansas City? We, I wish we had the graphics we could put up, like, you know. know. Yeah. Uh, for you. My pick just comes in. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City, Cincy. Yeah. Listen, so I, I have to admit, you know, I picked Buffalo coming into this, right? So I'm already out. But by the transitive property, I got to go with Cincinnati for this one. I think that uh, Mahomes being a little banged up here, uh, Burroughs gets something to prove. He's going to come in, they're going to swoop it. And if I was going to guess a score on this one, gosh, it's going to be like 37-32. I like that. That's a nice number. Uh, Gibby, are you even going to watch the Super Bowl knowing that it's on Fox? No. Yeah, I figured you would miss it. We'll fill you in. Yeah, yeah, it's just a feed. It's Nance at his house in the backyard (laughs) on the par three, just hitting balls, and he's casually watching the game. (laughs) It's blue bloods or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you're the only one. He's going. It's the first time he's ever gone live on Instagram, and it's just you watching him, and you're just talking to him. That might be how we get you close to him. That's. Um, I think that's my path. (laughs) It's hard to bet against even a broken Mahomes. But I feel like since he's got that look, but I also feel like whoever wins that other game is winning the whole thing. So that's that's a good way of hedging. Where are you going, Cincy or KC? Uh Cincy, <laughs> Cincy. The score will be high scoring for sure. So let's give let's do numbers. Let's put something on it. Yeah. AB did his. Cincy will win 31-27. and then I think. Philly wins the other game 24-17. Okay. So I have I have Casey winning. I'm gonna break the the mold here. I it's not a clean sweep. I have Casey winning uh 24 17. Did you just want an opportunity to say the words Casey and winning in the same sentence? Because you're not gonna be saying very much of it in Follies. <laughs> Um, KC always wins. So, <laughs> so 24-17. Um Mahomes throws a touchdown pass to Kadarius Tony. Oh, I like no, that. it's gonna be Kelsey. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. 22 seconds left. Pass um, off. Tie the game. I'm excited or, for both of these games. They're gonna be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, all right. So you have and, and what was your score on the Philly game? You said 20 24-17 Philly. Okay. Al. I'm going to do the same score, but flip it. I think the Niners take that one. That feels right. I just haven't been on the Eagles bandwagon like everybody else has this year. They're a great team. Don't get me wrong. I'm not selling them short, but I think there's a lot of talent in San Francisco outside of their defense too. So. Mine was a, my pick was exclusively because I think this is where the Purdy pumpkin and this is the end of his journey that just like they ran, they throw the same pass, the same crossing route over and over and over again. And nobody has decided to try to stop it, but I think Philly's equipped to do it. So that's, that was my pick. My pick is more, I think Purdy makes more mistakes, but I think it'll be close. I've got the Eagles 17, 13. You're doing that for the, for your boy. I am. Yeah. Uh, smart. But also, 
No, I I just think to your point, I think Purdy's pumpkin's gonna, you know, um get thrown against the <laughs> it's gonna be smashing pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and I also think the Eagles defense is really, really good. And their secondary Bradbury and Slay are elite, elite corners. Um they can get pressure with four, and I think it's gonna be a mess for San Francisco on offense. Debo or McCaffrey or Kittle is going to get away with one, um, but it's it's going to be few and far between. And I think the same thing on the the Eagles side. They're they're off. Both offensive lines are incredible. Um, yeah. You know we've we've got three of the you know best offensive lines, and and you know that gets to when we start to talk about the draft, where where does capital go? Um, yeah. That's going to be good. And so, anyway, I think um, I think there's there is a there's a scenario where right like McCaffrey busts one for eighty yards or or Hertz makes makes a ridiculous throw to AJB or Devonta Smith or whatever. But I don't think there are going to be more than three or four of those plays um, on Sunday. So, That's right. all right, we told you what's going to happen. Uh, yep. Make bets wisely. <laughs> Go under. I think for both these games, um, I think. Teams are going to play a little tight, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. The only thing I'm more sure of. Yeah, that's true. But maybe you had a good take on it. You, you, Your reasoning makes a lot of sense to me, and I think either one is very plausible. The only thing that's more likely to come true is that we're going to see that Burger King commercial. Whopper, whopper. An an outlandish amount of times. (laughs) I, I mean... It is now permeated everyone like people. I bet you I, I will guarantee you everybody at least once has found themselves just randomly uttering it to themselves in their head as they walk around during their day. But I, I still have no interest in Burger King. It's very bizarre. It's quite a dichotomy. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know they weren't bankrupt. What do they do? Well, what does Burger King do? Well, like uh, Whopper, right? ring. but like the, the fries are trash. Yeah, and the onion ring trash. sauce, the onion yeah. ring sauce. That's it. Okay. Zesty sauce. They're being they're being zesty sauce. They're being kept afloat by the uh, onion rings and the sauce because everything else there sucks. (laughs) So before we go, I was um, having a conversation around, and we actually brought this up on another podcast. But if you could pick an athlete, doesn't have to be in this you know conference championship um, to play another sport that you would like to watch play another sport or have a career. Um, it can be a retired athlete, it can be Bo Jackson playing baseball or, you know, like Deion yeah. playing or yeah. Steph Curry playing golf. Um, is there, what would be your pick of an athlete to play another sport? What sport and what position too? Maybe you go first. You know, I'm just not going to take it that seriously. I'm going to go with like a Rich Garces, like an El Guapo playing oh. a goalie in the NHL. I think that would just be a blast to watch. Big See, guy, you know. he's an athlete. He's going to cover that net and just fill it right up. I good pull. That is a good pull. I had a I have a serious answer, and then in these last few minutes, I've been trying to cook up a ridiculous answer. My real <laughs> answer is I'd like to see Ben Simmons play quarterback. I feel like he's tall. Yeah. He only knows how to pass the ball. That's quite literally the only skill he has. I think there's a chance there. He might be, you know, he could be a, a mobile dual threat quarterback. Um, his passes like, are accurate. He's six. Yeah, no one's ever seen it, right? Be Does John freakish. Elway draft him? <laughs> he would. He would. How, how, how tall is Drew Locke? 
not not tall enough for John Elway. Yeah, <laughs> not tall said, enough. To, not tall enough to party. Um, that would be my real answer. And then as I was like trying to cook up a funnier answer, I just kept thinking about Ernie Els playing offensive line. <laughs> um, but he's too gentle. He's too. He's too. He's too soft for that. Stuff so, that in with Freddie Couples or something. Yeah, a couple tempo guys. VJ will come in and play the other right guard spot. Gibby, who's yours? You love this question. This is your question. This is my question. Um, I, I, I've been like thinking about all different iterations. <laughs> it used to be Rondo playing soccer um, for the U.S. <laughs> smart playing linebacker is like your your. So it's Marcus Smart. It's strong safety. Six three. Yeah. Uh, 220. He's the right size. He kind of plays Duggar, Duggar's role a little bit. Can can play in the box. Um, come up against the run and leader of the team. Um, can see the entire field. Uh, it, you know, I I think it's Marcus Smart at strong safety, and I think he goes to seven Pro Bowls. Um, it, is this an olive branch to Tarbell? It is. Um, well, I think you can stop listening. This was the this was the straw that broke the camel's back. He's out. Now. <laughs> we lost him forever. <laughs> we Dubs, lost his, Dubs we... is off trying to figure out how we can get be a part of the class action lawsuit yeah. against Liv. Tarbell <laughs> wants to smart out of the league. We got a lot of problems. We need to yeah, fix. Tarbell, we'll get to them. Tarbell unsubscribed. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we have. I'm throwing out an olive branch though to yeah. ruin smart. Hey, I'm not much them. of a hockey fan. I don't know enough. Um, no. but Brad Marchand, Marchand, five foot nine, kind of feisty, mixes it up a little bit. And we're in football season, so he's got to be a slot receiver. Um, yeah. and, and I know, you know, like we're doing the, um, Patriots, he, you know, he just fits right in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's like more, but yeah. I, so Marchand is your slot receiver, feisty, mixes it up. Uh, maybe he's a slot corner. Maybe he, you know. Yeah. What about what about Justin Fields playing goalie? Since there's no, he doesn't need to be accurate for that position in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> That's a reverse olive branch to Rick. We've definitely lost him now. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll dive into this um, as we get into draft season. Mm. Uh, we are going to figure out you know, some of these pieces, we're going to have some guests on with Alex. Um, you will see Alex uh, going through three players a week at the same position, picking his favorite. And then once the website's up, um, you'll get Alex's all draft team by the end yep. of, the, by the time the draft rolls around. And yep. um, I will be shocked if we don't have 22 all pro players. By yeah. He knows what winners look like. So he's just, he knows he's going to pick them. It doesn't even matter. He doesn't need to watch the tape. He doesn't need to read any of the scouting reports. I, I think don't care how close. big their hands are. We're no. just giving a straight gut reaction. Give me out. Give a B alphas. Give him a tw- all twenty two of alphas. And we have upcoming programming notes. Ooh. for folks, um, February it is uh, when the Grammys um, begin. Oh, wow! So in honor of that. We have a couple musicians that will be joining us um, for our fireside chats. Those are going to be coming back strong. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk to a few uh, real estate professionals as well. And um, and then maybe a few more adventures from Thailand. Yep, um, some wealth management next week. And a little bit of wealth management um, as well. So uh, get ready for a full slate from now until um, 
infinity uh, of fireside chats. We're going to bring the best to you and appreciate you, you and your patience, listeners, uh, for bearing with us during this brief hiatus. Um, we can't change Mother Nature, but we can change your wallets with mm-hmm. um, the the million dollar lineup. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, the two hundred thousand dollar lineup coming your way. <laughs> Sorry, I, I made Alex cringe. <laughs> I think it's time to sign up. Thanks, America. Welcome back. We're back. Thanks, boys. <laughs>